talk comics to me time. Wait, I should have said hi. Hey. Hello. It's welcome. It's time. <laughs> it's welcome. It's welcome. It's welcome time. That's the beginning of the show where I say hi. Me, Champ Champenstein. And me, Heather. And we talk about comics here. That's what we do. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any other. <clears throat> I, I really flubbed up that beginning, so I just don't want to talk anymore. Okay. I'll go. Um, I'm going to talk about comics. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god, I didn't even notice the back of that. That's sick. Whoa, bro. It's so trippy. Um, okay, this is Death Dealer. This is issue number six. Um, this is a one shot from the series. Uh, it does have to do with that, though, so I don't know why they just didn't continue. Um, this literally picks up where the first story arc left off. Um, Kerr, I think his name is, or Cure. I'm, it's K-U-R, so however you want to pronounce yeah, it, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the main character, Death Dealer, well, he's not on the cover, but Death Dealer, that was in the first story arc, um, after he accidentally murders the child from all of his berserk, uh, bloodlust, he gets sent to hell. Sorry, I was just thinking of this tear. (laughs) The the one One tear. Yeah, (laughs) I forgot about that. Um... So he is in hell right now, and so the sorceress that he was on the journey with him, um, she's trying to find someone to go into hell to get him back to continue their journey. She is not able to go in there herself because of the power or something that she has. Like, it'll just draw all the spirits and stuff towards her. So she is on the lookout for a wizard. <laughs> this is the wizard. Uh, she's trying to find him because he's, like, the strongest magic wielder in the land and he's the only one that's able to go in there to retrieve someone so this issue is just her trying to find him she's got to find a man to make that happen for her yeah and she tricks him because he's like when she finally finds him he's been like just mixing a bunch of potions and getting stoned like the entire time he's like i don't want to do anything else i just want these drugs and she tricks him and convinces him to go to hell to like do this task for her yeah dude i don't think i'd want to come out of a cave doing drugs to go to hell sounds like a bad time yeah sounds like a really bad time it cracks me up though because the way that the wizard talks all right, man, let's be clear on this. I'm not going to go easy on you. So, like, which one of you is going to tell me? <laughs> just the way that he talks. It was very, very weird. There's butts in this, I was saying booty. Yeah, the art in this I, I really, really liked. But this one was written by Morikai. I can never... I, Michael Morikai, the one who does Barbaric. So, I did really like this one. Um, and I do still really like this series. So... That was Death Dealer. Um, do you want me to go? Yeah, go my on, second go one. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is Dead Kingdom. This is issue number one. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce these names because I am going to mess up this last name. But it's Etienne Dara Pentigny. I don't know. Anyway, um, I only special ordered this first one because I wasn't quite sure, but it is a medieval zombie story. Okay. I liked it way more than I probably should have. It was just, it was really silly, but it follows the main character, Kane. Um, He goes with a group of soldiers to investigate this village where everyone apparently died. Um, They've gotten word that like several villages around this area. They can't get a hold of Mm -hmm. anyone like everyone has like been dying and they don't know why and they discover zombies so That's very simple like just a mindless zombie story. There is only gonna be five of them 
And I think I am going to add this just because it was a lot of fun. It, right. it was pretty brutal. Just a, just a zombie story, That's you know. It. That's all that matters. Yeah. She had a good time. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I have Eve. This is Children of the Moon. This is issue number one. This is a continuation of the first story arc, um, which ended with, like, Eve and her... who. They're basically are just a bunch of clones of Eve. Oh, that's right. Okay. And uh, so, like, her, the main Eve that you know and her clone survive, and the world's kind of saved. And this one, they find out about, like, different options that their, like, father had set up to try to save the world. Um, they end up going to an area on the moon that houses, like, people that have been there for a long time. And that's kind of where this, where this comes off comes up oh. it comes off yeah. comes up so this is where it starts off okay those are the words i'm looking <laughs> okay. for i haven't talked to anyone for a few days yeah besides chris and i i understand that completely you are um you can't talk i've been having trouble today <laughs> too and i don't know why but i was gonna ask is it the same team that does like the first story art i'm pretty sure it is okay i mean at least i know it's the same writer i'm pretty sure that's the same artist as well i actually was gonna look up but i don't know so okay and i know with the the first part because i read that first issue but didn't read anymore but you were immediately into it was it like that for this too uh no not necessarily okay i was like fine with the ending so I yeah wasn't like, I, I knew that they were probably going to do more, but I don't necessarily need it. Okay. If that makes sense. I understand completely. I'm I'll, still reading Deceased. <laughs> I, like, will probably, like, still read this, at least finish this story arc, but it's like, yeah, I don't... It's just not necessary. Yeah, it wasn't necessary for me. I was fine with the, the, way, the way I, like, left things off. Okay. Very good. Those are all my questions for you. <laughs> all right. So now we have, uh, this is Batman One Bad Day. This is the Penguin issue. Um, I actually did not like this issue at all. Really? Uh, there were aspects of it I liked. Like, I I did kind of... I liked the art. Like, mm-hmm. I liked the way the Penguin looked. Um, I liked some of the humor of it. But, like, in comparison to the other, like, One Bad Day books, it didn't fit the... The feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was very much, I mean, so far, my least favorite of them, too. And I don't know if it was just because of the way the story was told. I just didn't care. Yeah. it's uh, So, basically, the Penguin is, like, down on his outs. He's left Gotham. Uh, the Umbrella Man has taken over all the crime. And the Penguin is coming back to try and take everything over and make Gotham better again because under his rule technically things were more secure and everything was fair fair better ran uh and under the umbrella man everything is chaos yeah I didn't like the the uh dialogue between like him and Batman yeah I didn't like that I also didn't really like the way Batman came off Mm -hmm. um I don't know. Yeah, there's just something about this where I was like, I know this this wasn't it for me. Yeah, and I do. I think that it's it's fair considering each one is like a different team doing it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, fifty fifty chance on like whether or not you're gonna enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, and for I feel sure. like we've gotten lucky with the other two. So it's 
It's just the one that was not a hit. Yeah, I was like, it's not bad. Yeah. But it's just definitely, yeah, not what I... My writer was just like, yeah, this is not hitting it for me. Yeah. I think if you like this writer a lot, then you'll probably enjoy this story. But I don't know. There... In my opinion, I feel like when certain writers take on characters, you can tell, like, who understands the mm-hmm. character and stuff. But just the message felt weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't I don't understand what you're trying to convey to me 100%. Right. Like, I do and I don't. It, like, made you... I'm, it was trying to, like, make you feel sorry that the penguin got everything taken away from him in the way that he does to other people yeah it was like yeah it was very strange and, and then the bat then the way the bat- batman was like yeah you know what things were more fair so i am gonna let you take over yeah but like i am gonna get you and it's like well i'll let you do this for now i'll let you take your spot back so you can start doing crime again and then i'll be back like <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like i just didn't the dialogue between them just didn't seem right but I know, like James said, didn't I didn't hate it, but it was just like I just didn't I didn't care for it, and it was not my favorite of the three that are out so far. Yeah, yeah, we'll see as they go. More to come. And this is Batman, Superman, World's Finest. This is <laughs> hello issue number eight. Um, I can't remember this kid. Daniel? David? David. David. Some some kid named David crash-landed in the last issue. He's got superpowers. Uh, but there's other stuff going on. He's dealing with some, some other crisis. Crisis from being in a different world. Crisis from maybe destroying his world? Yeah, it's very unclear. I'm tr- sorry. I was trying to figure out what name they uh, go Boy by. Thunder. Boy Thunder. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, Batman and Superman are like, I don't want to say training, but they're learning him, I guess. <laughs> so he can be a hero with them. But yeah, while dealing with all of his trauma. <laughs> Without telling anyone about yes. it. Yes. Um, still, I still like that book a lot. Dan Mora still just murders the art. Mm-hmm. Um, but there isn't really, like, a lot to say about it. You just kind of, like, go in, read an issue, you're out. Like, yeah. no real brain commitment or thought commitment to that one. No, it's just a very easy story to read. And you don't need to know anything about these characters mm-hmm. to enjoy it, really. It's so, there. yeah, it looks good. Okay, so next we got more Batman. More this, Batman. This is Batman the Night. This is issue number 10. This wraps up our, our boy Chip's little night little first Batman miniseries, or I guess Maxi, Mini Maxi series. It's a Mini Max. A Mini Max series. <laughs> uh, my, I will say this in the utmost respect, it should have been less issues. Yes. I agree. Like, I, I, there are parts of it I liked, there are parts of it I did not like. The length was unnecessary. Like, mm-hmm. there could have definitely been, like, two issues that were not there or like condensed more into like an issue and a half yeah i was gonna say that too like some of the training montages yes exactly i was gonna say some of when he's with his like teachers some of them were only like an issue whereas like a few of them were three or four and it like didn't yeah. Makes sense. Like I, I don't know. I agree with you on the length. I didn't mind the story. I thought it was it was fine story. It was, it's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman. It's Batman story. I, I really. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like how this 
tied up. Like, I liked the narration a lot in this one. Mm -hmm. And him reuniting with Alfred, I thought, was very good. But it's Batman. (laughs) Yeah. No, that is the thing. It is Batman. It is a story we know. Uh, It is a twist on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was... The art was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, It really, like, I think helped the story a lot. Like, drove a lot of the story on. But, yeah, it's just too long i did like the uh the characters in it like i i can never remember his name anton anton yes which and then he has a new name so. yeah I don't and I, even... but i'm not caring to remember that no i well i'm not <laughs> i don't want to pronounce it because i i don't want to get it wrong but i like how he was back and forth the entire time mm-hmm. like i never knew if i was like supposed to like him or not so i thought that was that was pretty neat it's a yeah. nice little character Nice. Good little boy. That is a good little boy. Okay. I will go. Okay. Um, This is DC's. This is War... The third issue of War of the Undead Gods. This is just honestly a continuation of the DC's series. I don't really know what else I can say about it. It's the same stuff that's been happening. They are trying to uh, reverse the effects of the anti-life equation on all of the DC characters that have been turned that they haven't killed. (laughs) That's it. That's all I'm going to say. This is the Dan Mora cover. That's, that's why I got these ones. Yeah, that makes sense. But it looks great. I was like, yeah, the art does look really mm-hmm. good. The art is, like, one of my favorite things about this book. Um, yeah, art looks good. I do I do enjoy the story quite a bit. I don't... F- it is necessary, actually, in terms of, like, the storyline, because it's them reversing everything. But... That's a lot. I've been reading a lot of DCs for years now. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to say. I have the Sea of Time book. This is number one. This is by T. Edward Back. 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 Um, God, I cannot remember the traveler's name. But this is based off of a traveler in the arctic area and him his like observations and like poems and shit i'm gonna look through it actually i know i did the other day but like it just looks so good yeah it was a really cool book i really enjoyed it um i wish i had looked into more of it looked into more information to tell you guys i'm sorry i kind of failed on that but it said chapter one are there multiple chapters yeah okay there's gonna be more like issues okay so I, before the next one, I promise I will look up uh, more information and let you know. But yeah, it's a really, really cool looking book. Uh, I like the art a lot. I think I might actually pick that up. I liked the like cadence of the story itself. And yeah, I thought it was really interesting. So there it is. There it is. I promise next time more information. Uh, this is Fruiting Bodies. This is a book both Heather and I have. Um... Heather did not get a chance to finish it. Yeah, I did not, and I apologize. But you can say whatever you want about it because you, I've, I've read a little bit about it. So. Okay, well, I won't like spoil it or anything, but uh, I will read the back a little bit because that helps. Uh, Francis just is going to start. I'm not reading all of it like it's supposed <laughs> to be, just so you know. Uh, Francis is starting her, her their life over. Or, sorry, Francis is starting her life over with a new. Uh, partner in the dreamy Pacific Northwest. Um, she's going on a cross-country road trip with her brother and her brother's, like, friend. And they do not get along 
like her they, brother or her brother's friend. Her brother's friend. Okay. They, like they're button heads the whole time, um, and then they end up having to like camp in the forest in the middle of the evening because they run out of gas or are about to run out of gas. Uh, they encounter a stranger, and things go from there. Okay, all right. And you liked this one a lot. I did like this a lot. Yeah, I. Uh, I thought it was a really good story. So I know you can't really compare the two because they're different stories, but it's the same person. But uh, this and A Million Little Fires, would you say that you liked this one more? I, I would say I would probably have to reread A Million Little Fires because okay. I did really like that book. But like I think this one was like more concise and easier to read. Right. Like easier to just like take in and understand. Yeah, I was going to go back and read that too, but I forgot I gave that to Cecil for Christmas last <laughs> year. Whoops. Uh, so yeah, I, I did really like this, and yeah, I think if you're gay and you like mushrooms, beautiful. I love that. <laughs> I it just looks really good too. Like I do like the cover, the way that mm-hmm. it's done, but the art in it is always every book that I see by them. I'm like hell yeah, this yeah. art is so incredible. I do really like the art a lot. So, <laughs> and I would say. If you're into this type of story, look into Silver Sprocket books. Like, yeah, Silver Sprocket books. We cannot books say enough great. about how cool, like, the art artists and, like, books that they have yeah. available, like, on the website. It just just check it out. It's definitely worth it. And you're supporting small artists. Yeah, so. and, I mean, they usually give you some goodies, too, so mm-hmm. it's always worth it. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Okay. Go ahead, Mabrosif. I... <laughs> I put lotion on before I came here because my hands have been so dry, so I'm leaving, like, grease tracks on everything. Um, Okay, I have Phantasmagoria. This is issue number two. It's a Black Caravan book. Um, This is just uh, the detective and his young boy child companion. Um, They are... (laughs) Trying to investigate what happened to the the woman in the first issue. She was possessed. A bunch of stuff happened to her. But uh, at the same time, another detective is doing dirty work trying to find this person before they do for nefarious reasons. I did like... I I like this story a lot. (laughs) I had to look it up because I was confused by the way that this story is told because... And I don't know if it's just my mind because it's in black and white. Mm -hmm. I, I have a hard time, like, telling which characters are which... Um, and when you give me two old white men in Victorian era, yeah, like they, they look exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, that is the thing. Um, but yeah, he is uh, the the bad guy, the one that looks like Charles Xavier, is the one who is enlisting the help of a. I'm just gonna say a witch because I'm not exactly sure what the appropriate term would be for her. Um, she is able to like see the dead and figure out where they are, where they've been going, what mm-hmm. they've been doing, blah, 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 blah. Um, so yeah, he's using her for, for bad reasons, but it's, I do like it. I just wish that I might color it in, to be honest. <laughs> like, it might make it easier for me. Um, I have Above Snakes. This is issue number four. Dirt is coming to the end of his little revenge story. Here he encounters all of the above snake gang and kind of gets buried. Like alive? Yeah. Okay. Dirt in the dirt. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I mean, I really like this series. It's just really, really far in, so I can't really 
talk talk too much about it, but looks fucking good as hell. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I really like a lot of the the lettering in this book, particularly. There's like just some really uh, interesting like uses of text to tell the story mm-hmm. and like integrating it into the story. I do like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so yeah, I think it's really like good little like western revenge story with like a newer age twist and that's just the first story or great like is that all they're gonna i know be i think that's all they're gonna be doing. okay I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what i thought but for some reason i thought it'd been going on a little bit longer like there were this is the second story arc, but no. that's still the first that's and most likely only yeah okay yeah yeah okay very cool i mean i'd be surprised i mean the next issue is like the conclusion of this so okay and I don't, I don't know, like, I don't feel like I'd want more. It's know. not necessary. Yeah, a yeah. Lot of times especially, just, de- yeah, and especially depending on how they end up this. Like, yeah. Yeah, don't need it. Okay. Um, all right, so then we have Silver Coins. This is issue number 15. This is the end of this story arc. Yeah, I was going to say, you put yours up, mine's damaged. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I, this is, like, just kind of showing how the coin can use and eat at one person for, like, an extended period of time. And then this kind of, like, overarcs a few of the different stories as well. Um, I really like this issue. It's going to go on a hiatus for a little bit since Michael Walsh and his, his wife are having a baby. Um, he did put his wife's name in there, but I did not remember it. Yeah, I feel like I didn't read the whole letter in the back um i thought he i thought he tony Tony. marie griffin yeah so they're they're having a baby so going on a little bit of hiatus but i will be excited when it comes back um this is a series that i've enjoyed very very thoroughly i have thought it's a very interesting way to go about an anthology and it's turned out really well um, this review uh, takes classic tropes and injects them with a punk rock energy, which is very funny, but also it, fair. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a very, very good anthology. I think it's probably my favorite Yeah, I would say anthology. it's definitely one of my favorite anthologies. I don't, I, I think I've said this time and again, yeah, out of, like, movies and, like, books and stuff, I think this would be, like, the best horror anthology mm-hmm. I've, like, encountered just because... I mean, even this last story arc, which was not necessarily my favorite, there mm-hmm. were, like, some a couple in there that I really liked. But those we- those ones that were, like, super fucking weird, I was like, this is a little off, but, like, I still like it. Yeah. Like, it didn't make me, like, I wasn't like, ugh. Right. You know? They're good characters, if anything. Yeah. Like, and it's, like, an interesting, like, use of story. And then, like, the art always, like, shines, too. So Yeah. It's all. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> um, so now we have Bone Orchard Mythos 10,000 Black Feathers. This is issue number two. Um, this continues the story of uh, Jack and I can't remember. Tony? To- no, I think. No, it's not. Jack. I don't know why I said Tony. Oh, because that was oh, his yeah. wife's name. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just tells their story um, of friendship. Yeah, and they are currently writing a story together, mm-hmm. and this issue is told with like the story that they're writing, and then them in present time, and them growing up and growing apart, and then eventually the mystery of what happens to Jack. Yeah. What is her name? 
I don't remember. It's pretty terrible. It's the like, art is just. I yeah, the art is so good in this, and I I really like the time like the time jump type of stuff that happens in this. Um, when I first started this issue, I was like, do I remember how the other one ended? And then I realized like what was happening, and I was like, okay, that's a really cool thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. We'll figure out her name at another time. But yeah, it's this the way that the story is told is very very cool. I like the the back and forth between present and the fantasy story that they're writing yeah. and like how it all meshes, I guess. Yes. But it also has a lot of like the the deepness of like insecurity when you go to high school with friends. And, oh like, yeah, no, that's like that hit really hard because I was like, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's like, sucks. It sucks so much. I re- I remember those feelings. Yes, it <laughs> it's a very solid story, and I think it's hard to compare the two of them. But I think I do like this part of the Bone Orchard Mythos series more than the first like hardcover mm-hmm. that they did. And I think it's just the because passageway. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just because these characters are more relatable to me personally than yeah. like a lighthouse keeper and. You know, but a random dude come in to yeah. check things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, in this like, even though it's only a couple issues in, it's also like has provided more depth than even that like first like hardcover gave mm-hmm. you. Like in two issues, it's like okay, I, like I feel who these characters are and like what's going on in that like hardcover. It was kind of just like, here we are. Like here's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Horror. Yeah. Like <laughs> hole. Yeah. yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> Crazy hole. You ready? Um, all right, so now we have Mindset. This is issue number four. This is just about a an app that controls you. Mm-hmm. And Ben and his team, his friends, sold their app and making it big. But as always with, I think, this sort of thing in storage, like things are not what they seem. Tragedy happens and he's telling the story. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I, I still really enjoy this. I just think it's, like, so in like deep into it. It's, like, I can't really tell you, like, what's going on yeah. without, it, like, spending a long amount of time. I think it's worth a read if you like this, like, weird sci-fi sort of stuff. I really like the art, though. The art is probably the one reason. The art, like, panels and... Yeah. It's absolute. The colors yeah. and stuff are really good. Um, and yeah, the story is really good. It's just very uh, dense. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a lot of information that you're taking in about like the tech side of what they're working on and then the personal side as well. It's it's a lot, I think. Yeah. And there's like a couple murders, so. Yeah, and, and that's just kind of like it. casually thrown in. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, by the way, this person died. Um, it's good. Like, I do really enjoy it, and I I read pretty fast, like, in general, but this one I have to, like, read very mm-hmm. slow because, again, there's just a lot to it, but definitely would recommend. I think if you're not reading it, you're a chump. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. You can, you can read whatever you want. I, I don't care. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to talk about this one. Okay. Um... This is Marvel's Crypt of Shadows. This is just a one-shot. It's literally just um, short stories about characters. And they're like horror stories. That's that's it. I don't really have anything to say about it. Okay, that makes There's sense. Uh, six 
stories. Yeah, six stories. Each one is by a different team. You got different artists and stuff on it, which I did enjoy it. I thought it was it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad it was only a one-shot because I didn't have to, like, put too much thought into what I was reading. The art is really good for, like, all of them. That's nice. Yeah. So um, sometimes that's not always the case. And the narrator is Victor Strange, brother to the dead doctor. That's how he introduces himself, which I thought was really, really cool. And between each story, he like says something about it, like the Crypt Keeper. So, I don't know. It was it was fun. It was only $5.99, so I felt like that was a pretty good deal yeah, for Marvel. Not, I'm saying not too bad. Yeah. Um, all right. I got Castle Full of Blackbirds. I'm just going to set this here. I don't have a lot to say. I find these this like first and second issue to be like confusing and i think just because the way they like flash through things is fairly quick um so i have a problem like figuring out who is who and like what part they're playing so that that's all i really have to say um probably my least favorite hellboy universe book i've read so far is that the one with the school? Yeah. There's like a school? Okay. Yeah. I remember yeah. you telling me about the first like, one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's not bad. It's just, there are a lot of girl characters and they have different colored hair, <laughs> but they kind of all look alike. Yeah. That's fair. And I can't figure out what everybody's deal is. I don't know what their deals are. So maybe as time goes, I'll figure out their deals and I'll be able to tell you more. One day. One day. All right, so a book that I've been really far behind on and Heather is confused by is DC vs. Vampires. This is uh, All Out War. Okay. Uh, we got some, some tea on this book, too. Well, not this book in particular, yeah, but the but DC, DC Vampires. vampires. Uh, so we haven't talked about DC Vampires in a while, actually. We both took it off of our poll. Um, so some stuff on Twitter came out that Otto Schmidt did some pro-Putin propaganda and then that he is like friends with a woman who is a Nazi who's done like Nazi propaganda art and then also like child pornography art. So just couldn't like keep DC vampires on my poll in good conscience. Um, conscience? Mm-hmm. Con- conscience. Uh, um, but I keep looking up to see if anyone said anything. No one, no one has said no one has said anything yet. So that is frustrating. Um, Otto Schmidt has basically not posted since then. He's like thanked people for like reading books and stuff. Um, I haven't seen anything. I mean, I didn't like. I haven't read anything. Yeah, no. I keep like just checking Twitter to see, but yeah, there's nothing out. Um, I mean, it would have been way too late for them to pull him from the book anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just sucks because I hate learning that information. It sucks because there isn't, like, it's not very clear. Right. So, but regardless of that, it doesn't matter if it's not clear. If he did, pro like, of this art, he is absolutely in photos with a person who is a Nazi. And there is, you know, the old adage of, eating dinner with people you shit with wait how no, does that saying go th- no that is definitely <laughs> not it that's not it if you're at a table with six people and i'm just giving six i don't know how many people six people and one of them is a nazi you're at a table with 
all Nazis or like all Nazi okay. sympathizers. Yes. So basically, that is like, not what I was thinking. Yeah, no, but basically, yes, I think. Okay, that's fair. If, I don't if mess you're with will- Nazis. Yeah, if you're willing to be friends with that type of person, then you probably are not of the best like social standing for me, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't care to. I don't care to give you money or potentially future jobs or anything. So, yes, that is why <laughs> DC Vamps is no longer a thing for talk comics to me. We did keep this one because Otto Schmidt has nothing to do mm. with this one. But, and I did read this. It's confusing. And I, I don't know. It's like so close to being done. But I just don't know. Yeah, and I'm I'm salty, so I haven't read the last yeah. two issues. So, it's fine. I might, I might get there but we'll see yeah we'll see because i was thinking about reading like the other one off the shelf and then when i I saw it i was like fuck you the art in this one's really good i do like that a lot it's just confusing maybe one day we'll be able to talk about it again we'll see yeah who knows uh another book that i am behind on just this issue uh aquaman andromeda i also just kind of want to read this as like a whole I do think that would be beneficial because I did read this um, and I did enjoy it for what it was. I think the art in this one is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, blew my mind away. I know that Christian Ward does the art on the other two as well, but for some reason this one, like, maybe that's why I got confused by the way the story was being told because I was only, like, focused <laughs> on the art. Yeah. Um, but this just sums up the story of what happens on that submarine, I guess. It is a submarine, right? Like, I yeah, don't know I what else so. it would be. Yeah. Underwater um, vessel. Yes. What happens to the, the team that went to go investigate this phenomenon down in the ocean and how Arthur Curry has to do with the story. I don't want to like spoil anything because I do think that since Champ has not read it yet and is going to read it, I don't, I want you to experience it and tell me if you got confused too. <laughs> Fair. All right. <laughs> I'll talk about this one. It is wild. I feel like you did just talk about this book. Yeah, I had to like look it up. This one, 32 came out last week. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is X-Force. This is number 33. This just uh, concludes the uh, Craven hunt that he is doing. He is hunting Wolverine. Um, he sends Beast to the shadow room where they train in, where the X-People train in. Um, and starts hunting him so that Wolverine will go in and save him and he can hunt Wolverine. It kind of backfires a little bit. Things do not go exactly according to plan because while this is happening, while Craven's farting around in the Shadow Realm, the Eternals and the everything else that's been happening in Judgment Day is happening right there. <laughs> so it, it was. it's very confusing. I don't understand why this is happening right now like why this story had to be told right now yeah because it ends with craven going well shoot didn't work out how i wanted it to now time to go do something else like (laughs) what (laughs) it was very uh deeply deeply not satisfying to me <laughs> because this is X-Force and he pulls Wolverine away from everything that's happening on Krakoa and the entire world so that they can have a little hunting game. <laughs> Just in it see the big fucking oh my like God, the celestial yeah the celestial like just standing fucking right there. Oh my God. And also my issue is damaged. Oh, I'm sorry. Which I 
you couldn't have known. No one could have known. I didn't notice it until I got to this page and went to flip and it like came off. Um, but anyway, and you know, I don't like Deadpool, but there was one part that kind of made me go, <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Um, and it's this. So Craven had killed him in one of the previous, well, not killed him, but had decapitated him. So while his body is growing back, Forge gives him a green grass body to hold him over until his body grows back. Um, while Deadpool is in the realm with them trying to help Omega and Wolverine, like, save Beast, um, his grass body burns up and all that's left is a tiny little baby body with a leaf over his wee-wee. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was it. And then I was like, okay, that's the only time I think I will ever enjoy Deadpool. And then literally Wolverine has to go back and hold him like a baby. But anyway, it's, I didn't care for it. Did not care for this at all. It kind of upset me a little bit if we're going to be completely honest here. Because there are bigger things to worry about than putting Wolverine's head on your mantle as a trophy. Like, hmm, if your whole deal's hunting. Craven. And I like Craven. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yes, please. <laughs> this is public domain. This is issue number five. Um, there's one, is there one more issue? I don't know, because I thought it was ongoing. But it also, because it kind of reads like it would be on. No, okay, I thought it was limited, but it reads like it's supposed to be ongoing. Okay, well, we'll look into this more. But yeah. basically... Uh, the family, the family, I'm just going to call them the family. The fam. They start their Dallas comics. It's really, this is all this issue is. They find out the weird guy who's been getting comics from their dad is actually a rich guy and he kind of helps fund them and... He's just a good guy. Yeah, so... That's it. Fun little issue. Made me feel, like, embarrassed at points. I felt called out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's the thing with this one is, is like it is, we've talked about it before, it's really well written and it's a lot of fun. It's like uh, political in a way, not like politics, yeah. politics, but like comic politics. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also do feel called out like a lot of the time about it's like, yeah, it. like an adult reading comics, like, fuck you, chip man. Yeah, like, what are you? <laughs> You're the man making me read comics. You make money off of me, you fool. Yeah. Call us out like that. Um, Thought we were friends. <laughs> I do really like this series a lot, though. It's a lot of, like it's fun at the same time as like being serious. Um, I really like. I love seeing Chip's art again. I love Chip's art a lot. Uh, yeah, just a little solid, solid little story mm-hmm. about a family, comics. comics, comics, and a family, friends. Uh, and now we have Wind. Another thing about found family. Uh, this is issue number three. Wind and the gang are kind of hanging out at a pool. Yorick says some racist shit. Yeah, my boy Yorick just needs to learn to shut his mouth sometimes. Like, oh. and then they're, they're like they're kind of found, but I feel like you're you're also you learn more of lore, lore of Wind. Mm-hmm. I want them to like. Because, you know, like, a lot of video games, like, fantasy games, especially when they have, like, deep lore, they come up with, like, books that explain Mm -hmm. the world of this. I want Tinian and team to make a book like that for Wind of, like, all of the the lore, the characters, the people over time, kings, queens, all that. I would love that. I would eat that shit up. 
Yeah, no, that would be really cool, actually. I would also. That is something, when I write him an email talking about <laughs> conspiracy theories, I'm going to just throw this <laughs> yeah. in there at the end. Like, P.S. Love Wind, give me a book of their lore. <laughs> like, Yeah, just an actual book. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that would be really cool to, like... Because this... Wind does a really good job of explaining, like, a lot of the things that are happening in the characters mm-hmm. and stuff. But I want, like, the deep, deep road lore. Like, yeah. Well, and I think it does a good job of, like doing that at times mm-hmm. too like there was uh the few issues last story arc that really like delved pretty deep into like lore stuff mm-hmm. with like wins potential family and like i can't remember what they're called the, wing, I'm, I'm the winged ones yeah i was like i'm pulling up this to get the history <laughs> of the last story arc um but yeah i just the story is so so good it's so well told um it's full of heart. Yeah, it really is full of heart. And I, I do love every character, even dumbass Yorick. I know. And you know I have a soft spot for pieces of shit. Like, yeah, I know. I do, I do love Yorick a lot. And I know it, we've like discussed this before, but it's a lot of the reasons he is the way that he is is because of his upbringing. Mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. trying, but sometimes he just says things that... He just should not say. Yeah. yeah. But, um... I and just... here you kind of, like, question him again and, like, his, like, who, what he really wants out of all of this. Yeah. This was my favorite part. Yeah, no, I love that, too. <laughs> Trust me. Strawberries got you now. Like, what? Who? Yeah, like, you definitely know I love that shit. Yeah, like, I know. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, my jam. Let... Strawberry jam. Yeah. Um, this is like some Tom Bombadil shit right yes, here. Yes, immediately. I, I, yeah, I was obsessed with it. Like, I love this story. And I like that with the way that it's going now, there's only going to be five issues. So you know there's going to be another story arc. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm into it. I think this is one of the only stories like this that just every story arc keeps going and going where I'm just like, give me more. I want it all. Yeah. Because it's so that. good. And I never thought this type of story, like would get me like that but there's something about these characters and the way that this story is told the art yeah god the art there are so many aspects of it that are just like very 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 good yeah the art is so fucking good it's stupid i can't like the difference between like night and day in this book even Mm -hmm. is just like yes this book wind wind (laughs) read it please all right so now we have dudley class this is issue number 56 this is Uh, this is the last issue um you put yours up your cover's cooler okay i got two i don't i don't think either one of us have a lot to say surprisingly unfortunately this was this gonna be completely honest kind of a bummer yeah this was like a very 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 well oh i was just gonna see okay can you do it that way put it between your two books here Uh, okay this is this is cool this works whatever good enough um okay yeah, I was really looking forward to the end of this book for a while now. Mm-hmm. Like, been talking about, like, what's going to happen. Um, and, yeah, I was left with just kind of, like, meh. Yeah, it meh didn't vibes. really give you any feelings that you wanted to feel. It was kind of, like, I felt nothing. like I felt like I was actually getting my feelings taken away from me. Like, yeah. I didn't feel like any of the way I read this book was valid. Mm-mm. Um, 
Yeah, just a really, really disappointing end for a book that I really, really liked. Um, and an ending that I was, like, really looking forward to. I think this is the first, like, Remender book where I was like, oh, nope. Yeah. Well, because we've been talking this whole story arc, like, our, not theories necessarily, but our feelings about, like, how we think, who we think is going to die or, like, not die Mm -hmm. and all this. And it just felt like everything that we've been talking about this whole time was just, like, brushed under the rug. Like, it didn't care it didn't matter is what I meant to say. Like, yeah, it's not, it, none of our feelings are valid. Well, it's not just that. It just, it felt like none of the rest of the series held any like weight, like Mm -hmm. anything that had happened in their high school and their past didn't really matter. The time jump stuff, like nothing really mattered. And they brought back characters in this last story arc that were like huge in the beginning of the story, like multiple characters Mm -hmm. just to like, kill them off and then not have anything else said about them like they were there were major characters and for what yeah it yeah it just felt very lackluster um even like the part where he's like takes them back to like the original crew and has their like talk when they're in vegas it felt like felt hollow Mm -hmm. like yeah it didn't it didn't evoke any emotion out of me and because I know that, like, I know what he was going for. He says very clearly, like, his goals with what he did here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were not, they didn't vibe with the rest of the story he was telling. No. It, it, and it doesn't seem fair that, I don't know. It doesn't seem fair that the world outside of us, like, affected a book to this extent. Yeah. It... But, I don't know. I wanted more from this. And it, it was like I said to Champ, like the fact that there wasn't even like an author's note at the end of it. And this is the, the end of the story. Like, this is it. We're not getting anything more. And the fact that we didn't get anything from the team just kind of, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I love reading the author's notes and last issues to see mm-hmm. like how they got to that point and, and why they decided that. And we didn't even get that. And I, I'm bummed. Yeah. That was kind of a bummer. Yeah, no, like I said, I came out of that and I was like, well, I need to know how I feel because I feel shitty. Like, I feel shitty. Yeah. Like, because I felt like, I, I felt like even if I didn't like the end of this, it would feel like bittersweet being, mm-hmm. it being over. But I didn't like the ending to the point where I was like, I, this affects how I feel about everything mm-hmm. else. And it makes me really feel like the book should have ended a while ago. Yeah. This is uh, just a huge disappointment. And I hate saying that about book because I love this book. Yeah. Like, this was one of the first ones that you, like, made me read. And yeah. I was, like, immediately in just obsessed with it. And I am just, I'm bummed out. So, yeah, I lo- that's my thing. Is like, I love this book. I, I, I love a lot of the aspects of it. And I think the one aspect I love about it is, like, it's telling of like how shitty this world is and like nothing really works out and I think that was my problem with the ending of this is just like I needed I needed it to fill out that Mm -hmm. like I needed it to do that or like give actually some form of like redemption that like is meaningful in there because that doesn't happen either Mm -hmm. there's like nothing in there that like yeah Eh. That's it. That's all I got to say. I don't want to say anymore. 
Yeah, that's that's a book. <laughs> that's a book I read for many years. Uh, maybe I will revisit it. Probably not because I just don't. I don't want to. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you know that you've been let down so intensely. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's all we got. We'll uh, see you later. You know, go support your local libraries if they still are standing. Yeah, if they exist, please. <laughs> uh, go support your local comic book shops. Support your friends. Love each other. Do good things. Anything, Heather? No. You okay. summed it up. All right. Well, we'll see you on the flippity flip. Thanks for listening, as always. We love you. Mess with the bull, you get the horns, baby. <laughs> Some things that you say. <laughs> Just trying to give it to our fans. <laughs>